0: Well, Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you're feeling the love from those near and dear to you. But really, more importantly, I trust that you are feeling the love that our Heavenly Father has for you that was expressed through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the most important love of all. Well, today's question for the pastor takes us all the way back to the creation of Lucifer looking for answers to questions like, where did sin come from, what is the impetus for Lucifer's fall, and did God give angels free will, and a little bit more we'll talk about. Well, it's going to be interesting, and so I invite you to join me for this week's Midweek Connection. It's February the 14th, 2024. Okay, number one, this coming Monday, February the 19th, is President's Day, and so the church office is going to be closed so that we can celebrate our presidents. (laughs) We'll be open again first thing on Tuesday morning. Number two, Men's Breakfast is coming up this Saturday, February the 17th, at 8 a.m. The topic this month is an important one, Prioritizing Your Finances. And Ross Kelderman is the speaker. Now, you can register for the men's breakfast uh, by using the link in this Friday's email blast. Also, one other thing that's very important to you men who will be coming to the men's breakfast on Saturday. Now, we're going to be having a funeral that morning here at the church. And so I'm asking that you coming to the men's breakfast park on the east side of the building. That's the side facing uh, the interstate. And uh, the east side doors will be unlocked, and so you can access the community room uh, from that uh, location. So if you do that, I'd appreciate it. And finally, the Celebration of Life service for Claudine Lutz is this Saturday, February the 17th. Visitation will be at 10 a.m., and the service in the worship center will be held at 11 a.m. Well, those are the announcements for this week. Now, we move on to questions for the pastor. Well, this week's question for the pastor comes from a member who asks, well, actually they state first, God created only perfection. And then they ask, where does sin come from? How did Lucifer become jealous? I've always assumed that he was jealous of Jesus. Is there a possibility that he was jealous of man because man was created in God's image? How did sin come into the world? Did God give angels free will? Well, those are great questions, and so let's go ahead and dive right in. First the statement, God created only perfection. Well, That is absolutely correct. There is no record in Scripture of God creating anything that was not originally As it was supposed to be in fact the creation account closes out stating and God saw that saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good Genesis 131 so this being the case it begs the question how did imperfection come to exist and there are two realms in which we need to consider to answer this question. There's the angelic realm and then there is the human realm. First the angelic realm. Now as to the exact point in time that God created angels that's debatable. What's not debatable is that they were perfect in every aspect including the angel Lucifer. Now there are two Old Testament passages that point us back to Lucifer's creation and his eventual fall. That would be Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah chapter 14. Both passages have a dual focus. There is the focus on an actual human king, the king of Tyre in Ezekiel 28, and the king of Babylon in Isaiah 14. However, as you read those texts, it becomes quite clear some of what is being said cannot be directed at a human being at all and in fact must be directed at a supernatural being most biblical scholars agree that the supernatural being is the angel lucifer so let's look at ezekiel chapter 28 verse 11 and following and see what it has to say verse 11 moreover the word of the lord came to me Son of man, raise a lamentation over the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the signet of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, sardis, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, emerald, and carbuncle. And crafted in gold were your settings and your engravings. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. You were an anointed guardian cherub. I placed you. You were on the holy mountain of God in the midst of the stones of fire, you walked. Now, there's a lot there that we would like to dive into, I'd like to dive into, but it's really not germane to the question being asked. The bottom line is clearly these verses are not talking about a human man. They're not talking about the king of Tyre because the king of Tyre was never in the Garden of Eden. His body was never covered in precious stones and gold. He was never on the holy mountain of God nor in the midst of the stones of fire. Uh, He is not a guardian cherub. So Obviously, we're talking about a different being there. Let's continue then with verse 15. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence in your midst, and you sinned. So I cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O guardian cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire." Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. Okay, well we find here that God makes two specific accusations against Lucifer. In some form that is not specifically stated... He engaged himself in some form of violence. Now, I don't know what that was, and it's not specifically mentioned in Scripture, so I'm just not going to speculate on that. The other accusation has to do with pride, and there were several examples of that in the passage. However, Isaiah chapter 14 gives us a more detailed look at Lucifer's pride. And I want us to see that beginning with verse 12. Notice, How you are fallen from heaven, Old day star, Son of the dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, You who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven Above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly In the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. So we find these phrases. I will ascend to heaven. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of the assembly. I will... Ascend above the height of the clouds, I will make myself like the Most High. Now, this is the sin that brought God's judgment against Lucifer. And this is the origin of sin. Sin is not something created by God, but rather it is a condition of Lucifer's being that arose because he chose to act opposite of what God ordained for him. And quite frankly, that is the nature of sin. Sin is any attitude or action that goes against God's design and stated will. But still, how did this perfect being come to desire something that was not his to desire? Well, basically, it happens because that is the risk of giving a being the ability of self-determination. In other words, if a being is given the ability to make an independent choice, then it is inherently possible that they may make a choice that is against the Creator's design and stated will. Lucifer's responsibility was that of being a guardian angel, a guardian or covering over the throne of God. Now, it's my speculation that and there's many reasons I have this speculation, I still don't have time to go into it right now, that Lucifer was tasked with receiving all of the worship of creation that was offered toward God. Satan was there to receive that, and then it was his job to offer it to God, all of it, keeping none for himself. Now, my speculation is that as he received that worship, and he gave it away to God, perhaps time after time, there came a point when he considered himself, how beautiful he was, how powerful he was, and perhaps he began to think that he was deserving of that worship himself, and thus began to desire it to the point of determining that he would pursue it for himself. And and this would mean that there was a time, then, when the angels were given the ability of self-determination, and in uh, this, Lucifer then determined to gain for himself what was solely belonging to God. Likewise, we find in other scriptures that there were other angels who entered into that folly, and together with Lucifer, they were cast from their perfect position to live out eternity as slaves to their sin. So that's the angelic realm as it relates to where sin came from and how Lucifer fell. Let's now turn to the human realm. We find in Scripture that God gave Adam and Eve the ability of self-determination with only one command to obey. That one command was, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They could choose to do it or not do it. God gave them um, a choice. And there came a time, we know, in Genesis when they both exercised determination, self determination, and they chose to do what God said not to do. And they became fallen in much the same way Lucifer fell. Their innocence, their perfection was lost by their own choice, and they became something they were never created to be fallen sinful beings. Now, Lucifer is also a fallen, sinful being, but there's a major difference between Lucifer and humanity and the fallen angels and humanity. God's plan from the very beginning made a provision for mankind to be able to repent and to find forgiveness, but there's no such plan for the fallen angels. And so, once they sinned, they were locked in that sin, and they are then damned without remedy. So, I say to you, um, yes, there was a time when the angels had the ability of self-determination. I do not believe they have that anymore. Once the fallen angels had chosen, they were locked. Once the righteous angels did not choose to go away from God, they were locked as well, and they are in their position. Sin came when Lucifer determined to desire and to pursue a position that he was not created to have. Basically, he was, I guess, jealous of the supreme position of God. He was jealous of his power, jealous of the glory and the worship that creation extended to him. And so, he determined to attempt to gain that for himself. Finally, sin came into the world through Adam as he exercised his God-given right to self-determination and determined to do what God said not do. We find this in Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. Well, I've run out of time. I hope that this explanation to those questions helps. So, let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word that gives us information that we could never know apart from your divine revelation. Lord, you have shown us where we come from. You have shown us how the fall of Lucifer took place. And, Lord, where the beginning of sin uh, took place. And uh, even though we didn't talk about it today, you tell us how exactly you have chosen to deal with that sin on both sides of that fence. I praise you and I thank you that you chose to provide a way for us to be able to repent, to be able to be forgiven because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of his resurrection. And, Lord, we are grateful for that and we thank you for that. And I pray that we would live in... The light of that truth, and that we would use the opportunities that are afforded to us to share the good news with others, that other men and women, boys and girls might also find that same grace and mercy and forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Lord, help us as we continue to study your word and we seek to learn um, from it the things that you have revealed to us. And may as we grow, uh, may we be um, eager to apply those things and to share them with others. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this coming Sunday finds us in Revelation chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. And we'll be looking at the second seal of the scroll that Jesus took from the hand of God the Father. It's about a red horse with a rider and the authority that was given to them. To take peace from the earth. I look forward to unpacking that with you. Until then, God bless and have a great week.